Wholesale 2 million, what up? And hope you guys are having a great day. If you guys are new to the channel, make sure you subscribe. If you enjoy this interview, make sure you smash that thumbs up. We are, so I figure a way out how we actually can be able to do this live. So throughout this interview, if you guys have any question, drop it in the comment. And also to as you join us live, make sure that uh, you smash the thumbs up and also make sure that you let me know where you're coming in at. Um, but I'm bringing you guys a subscriber first wholesale deal interview. Davion just closed his first wholesale deal for 10K. He's from Dallas, Texas. And I would like to ask you guys for a favor, and that is throughout this interview, if you find any value, and if you like me to continue subscriber first wholesale deal interview, bring on guests like this to share with you guys their stories, how they got the deal done, then show me some love, smash the thumbs up. Um, and also, too, it's like I said, if you are new to the channel, be sure to smash the subscribe button, join the family, and uh, let's take your life, your business to a whole nother level. You guys, put your hand, your thumbs together. Help me welcome Davion. What up, buddy? Hey, what's up, Kong? How you doing? Hey, very good, man. First of all, before you jump in and start, I want to say thank you so much, bro, for taking your precious time to jump on, to jump on, to do this with me, and uh, you know, obviously adding values uh, to our family. So. Um, I would love uh, for all of us to share with you your stories first. I want to know the dirt, your story, and then leading to your first wholesale deal. Okay, um, so it first started, um, um, college tuition was coming up, and I didn't have enough money saved up, so I just typed in how do I make more money as a college student, and um, all of a sudden, real estate popped up, and I was like, okay. Um, so I started doing research on real estate. Um, I found this guy on YouTube. His name is Antonio Edwards. Okay. Um, so I, um, you know, I did some learning. So in between classes, I would like study in the library about real estate and do homework at the same time. And then I found your videos and you were a little bit more animated and like more <laughs> motivated. Like, let's just get out there and do it. Fuck it. Yeah. Um, so I remember I was like studying for like a physics quiz. And then on another tab of my laptop, I was like looking up, you know, um, what is a FSBO? What is a hub and stuff like that. Um, so I downloaded this app called Meetup um, where, and then I um, clicked on the real estate and business section. And there was a local RIA meeting that I signed up for. And I was like, fuck it. I just attended it. Um, I went to the meeting and yeah, it was great. I went to like, I want to say like, a lot, like six, seven meetings. I live in Dallas. I went all the way down to Plano, McKinney. Um, and mind you, this is before I had a car. So I was like Ubering everywhere with like $50 in my bank account. So I'm like going to see these events, broke as fuck. And I remember one day I went to these events and then I went, there was this guy, his name was Dennis Henson. Um, I guess he was a real estate investor, but he was retiring. And he said he was mentoring. So I signed up and then I want to say like a week later, I got a call from um, his assistant and he wanted to meet me at his house. So, you know, I went to his house, um, it was a, you know, immaculate, very big house, stuff like that. And I remember I had, um, it was, oh gosh, this was like last semester. So finals had just um, started. And I remember I finished my quiz super early. I was like, Hey, can I go? I'm done. Can I just, I, I gotta go. I gotta go. So um, the professor let me leave class early. And I drove all the way to Arlington to his house and we just started going, um, you know, over 
you know, mentoring and, you know, what you said, like time is, you know, nothing is for free. So I remember one time um, he showed me like the little package thing and it was like $7,000, um, you know, for a mentorship. I'm like, dude, I'm in college. I'm brokeish. <laughs> like I can't afford that. He was like, well, if you got like a friend, you know, um, you know, he can go half and half. I was like, okay, cool. Um, so I decided to not go with that mentorship because I couldn't afford it. But what he did say to me is if I had any deals under contract, I can send them his way and he'll look over them. And if it's a deal, he'll buy it or send it to someone he knows will buy it. So I got my first deal um, under contract. This was a house. This was a really big house. I was kind of taking off more than I could chew. It was a property that was worth like over $400,000 in like a pretty established neighborhood. And I got that under contract. Um, and she was really generous. Um, for the, um, the money down, she let me put like $100 on a $400,000 home. So I'm like, okay. And you know, um, Dennis, I sent it out to Dennis and he looks over it and he's like willing to buy it, but it's not really worth $400,000. I can buy it for, you know, two fifteen, or you can do like an owner finance. That didn't work with her. And I built up a really good rapport with her though. So she was, you know, kind of fine with that. But ultimately that deal fell through. I was crushed. And then I remember like, I want to say like three days later, I got another deal. Um, under contract this one was in arlington again it was this um indian guy who's trying to sell his house he was a realtor i got that under contract i sent it out i had a buyer for it but the thing is the owner of that home wanted it at re wanted to sell it at retail price so i'm like dude this, this is not gonna work it's been on the market for over 200 days clearly it's overpriced um i'm like you can go down that's fine if not hey um so and it's kind of funny because I remember when I first showed up to his property to like do the walkthrough, um, I had to go to school right after. So I had my backpack on. So I knocked on his door and he opened up the door and he looked at me like, is this a joke? Get this kid out of here. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it was fun. Um, so we did that. And then that deal fell through because he wanted it at retail price. And then I just, honestly, I just stopped. For like, I started, I want to say, for like, until this year. And this year, I was like, okay. It was actually in April when I said, okay, it's time to do this. I'm like, okay. So, like, this is like three weeks ago. I'm like, okay, Damian, you put so much time and effort into this. You started putting out, I remember, like, making bandit signs myself, like, because I couldn't afford to, like, buy, like, 300 banded signs for like 500 600 a thousand dollars i don't have money for that i'm in college so i went to michael's an arts and craft store and i got like um a foam board not a foam board but like one of those boards yep. and i cut them in half i bought like two of those or three however many i needed and i got like some sticks and i cut them in half and i got a sharpie marker and i made some bandit signs and i glued the little stick to the back and i stuck it into the ground um and I put like a little plastic wrap over it just in case it started raining, like the transparent. I'm I'm so serious. And I would go out like in the rain, the mud. Um, and I just thought like I put so much work into it, like I'd be an idiot not to, because I made so many connections. And then turn around, one of those events that I went to, um, I got an email for this company, this 
tech real estate company called Real Estate IQ. And they said they were hiring. So I sent them my resume. And I have a um, background in um, you know, media arts and animation and design, graphic design. And I was also you know, getting into real estate too. So I got called for the interview and I made it as their intern. So I would basically like set up their um, event stands. I would do the audio, um, I would do the check-ins, you know, just to get myself in that door. Um, and one of the guys was a broker. So I learned a lot from him. And I wanna say, honestly, when I put my mind, after I started again, after that week, I got a deal under contract, I wanna say like the next day. And then the following week, I closed on it. And that was the one for $10,000. It was a Fort Worth property. It was a fourplex, but they were converting it into a single family unit. And I believe we, um, I sold it, asking price was about 148. I got it down to 122. And luckily no one else wanted that property. And I called out one of my um, realtors I was had a relationship with from the RIA meetings. And literally she called me back immediately after I sent her an email. She was like, I don't even have to do walkthrough. I want this house. I, I want it. I have a buyer here has cash right now in his hand. Just just you don't I don't have to do you don't have to schedule a walkthrough. Listen, where's the contract? So I'm gonna sign this now. And it happened. And we signed the contract that day. Dealing with the title company was a hot mess. I mean, honestly, you know, dealing with title companies, it's, you know, you can never breathe until the check's in your hand. So um, I did that. And then when I had that um, property under contract, when I was waiting for the title company to clear it over, I got another property. This was a South Dallas property. It was kind of like, I don't know, in the ghetto area, you would say. And... I want to say I, wait, it was another wholesaler gave me that property. He was like, if you can find a buyer for it, you can add the fee on top. And I was like, okay, fine. Um, it looked a little overpriced to me, but I was like, okay, why not? Just go with it. And I sent it out to, um, I want to say the third buyer that I sent it out to, um, I didn't know this guy at all. Um, I found him on, you know, Facebook, et cetera. And I um, gave him the email to the property and then he called me. Um, and he was like, yeah, I'm really interested in this property. Can we set up a walkthrough? Da, da, da. And I was like, fine, you can um, set up the walkthrough, but they, they don't, they prefer for you not to have an option, period. Um, so he was like, okay, fine. Um, we did the walkthrough. Well, I didn't go there. I was at, I was at work. I didn't have time to be there. Um, so they did the walkthrough. Um, and he was like, okay, cool. Um, I'll get back to you, you know, see if I want this property or not. And then he called me back, I want to say like two hours later. And he was like, okay, um, you know, you guys can start the um, contract process. He's ready to buy this property, et cetera, et cetera. So I want but the one thing I didn't do is I did not add my fee on top to that property. I thought that the wholesale would give me a fraction of what he was making. So there was a disagreement on that. So I was like, basically, they could have cut me out of the deal if they wanted to. But um, the buyer was like, hey, I'll give you a thousand of what I'm making for this property. And then the other wholesaler was like, okay, I'll give you another thousand. 
um, to match that out. So I'm really grateful for them because they didn't have to give me anything. I, I could have completely got shut out of that deal. And we're at this point now, it's still April. Um, so I'm working on another property in Cedarville, Texas. I just did a walkthrough yesterday with another one in Dallas. I'm currently trying to find buyers for that one. Um, but the one thing I will say is it's very hard to give up in this field. Like right now, um, I'm kind of stressing out because I'm looking for buyers for this property as they're showing tomorrow. And yeah, I just want to say like, when you're doing this, you, every day isn't going to be a great day and you're going to feel kind of crappy, but you just kind of like, you got to just go through it. Just keep pushing through it. Just keep on doing what you're doing. You might not feel great, but at least you're doing something that's going to go towards what you're trying to do. Um, so, so yeah, if you have any other questions. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, so, uh, David, first of all, man, I want to say congrats again. That's awesome. Now, how old are you? I'm 23. <laughs> dude, I, I wish I discovered real estate when I was 23, bro. So great job, dude. It's 23. You got a job. You're still in college? Yep. Full-time. Full-time full job and full-time college? Full-time college. Part-time okay. job. Full-time college and then uh, part-time job? Two jobs. Two jobs? Yes. Uh, and what are those two jobs? Um, one of them is a restaurant. And then another one, I work at an art store. Wow. Okay. <laughs> and that, and real estate. Uh -huh. so, <laughs> nice. Okay. Now the first, now let's talk about when did you initially start? Cause I, I know you said that you didn't really got the deal until like this, this year, but, but yeah. when did you initially start? It's a, it's a year this month, actually. A One year, year this month. I started in April, like towards the end of first semester. Last yeah. semester. Yeah. Gotcha. And the reason why, Davion, I asked that is because so many people get in and then they get excited or get all pumped up and they'll be like, oh, I'm in it for two months. I'm in it for three months. I'm in it for six months. I'm in it for seven months or maybe eight or maybe a year in and, and they're about to want to give up. So that's why. And it took Davion a year, you know, since the time he discovered real estate, he started he, he start learning. And then a year later, he got his first deal for 10K. And now, how did you, how do you found, how do you found that deal? On Facebook. Um, Facebook? I honestly didn't even think I would get it. Um, but I was like, um, he put a listing out, um, selling Fort Worth property, leave emails. And I was like, okay. I mean, I was responding pretty late. So I'm like, I'm pretty sure someone else probably already got it. But I just put down my email and he sent property to me and I remember I sent it out to all my buyers and no one wanted it. And I was like, hey, I remember this um, one lady um, I got from this guy from one, this, one of these events I went to and she buys houses in Fort Worth. And I gave her a call after I sent her that email and she was like, let's go. Like, this, everything was done that day. Like, let's go. Everything was signed. Okay. Now, Davion, so you, you, you said that that was on a Facebook. Now, was that like a for sale by owner on Facebook? Or is that listed property? Oh no, he was an he was an investor, but it was an off market property. He's an investor. Mm. But okay, so but it was an off market property. Okay, so it's off market, and when you say Facebook, is, is it the Facebook Marketplace? 
it was like um one of, you know one of those groups on facebook like how you have a group on facebook yeah it was one of those public um dallas groups you know okay so okay so this guy's an investor and he's selling his he's selling one of his what rental property or what uh yeah it could be a rental wait it was formerly a fourplex okay <laughs> gotcha gotcha okay so now so now when you got it under contract is it a fourplex or is it a single family um, it was formerly a fourplex, but they, um, they put it as a single family. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So he was just an investor that looking to offload, I guess th this could have been like, so what is the situation? He was assigning the contract. Oh, so he's another wholesaler. Yeah. So they buy and sell properties. Um, but what I did is I told them, um, I could get this house sold for you guys. Um, but what you guys are just going to do, just put my name under the special provisions and you can just add my fee on top of the special provisions. Um, we had a pretty decent relationship. We were talking for a while. So they just went ahead and did that. And then we signed it over to my realtor who had the buyer. Okay. So let me get this. So let me get this straight. So the asking, so he sent it out, ask, ask, ask. And what was the asking price that? Like 148. Okay. 148 and then you said that you got under contract with him at 122 yep okay so okay davon so he's actually not so he's not the he's not the owner of the property correct yes so he's another wholesaler that got another so he's an investor he buys fix and flip and i guess he also does wholesale yeah so he taught so he tied that property up with the seller at a certain price Mm -hmm. He sent it out to one of the Facebook group, like wholesaling houses full time or whatever it was. Yeah. So he sent it out, and you got in contact with him. He sent out for one forty eight, and like, how did you know to make an offer at one twenty two? Um, I remember what you said. Um, shamelessly, I remember you said, um, if you don't feel ashamed about how low you should go, then it's probably not low enough. So I was like. Fuck it. I mean, just go as low as you can go. Why not? <laughs> but, but my question is that, so what's the ARV on it? The actual per value of the property is, it was like, I want to say 295, up to 295K. Okay. So ARV is 295. And what was the rehab on it? 40, wait, 40 to 60 maximum. Okay, no problem. So 40 to 60K for rehab. Now, David, my question for you is that, do you have any construction background? Not at all. Okay. So now, uh, and so before you make the offer 122, what did you use to figure out the ARV? You know, I really wish I could give you like a smart answer, but I'm going to be completely 100% honest. I didn't know that. So that's why I offered so low. So like as low as I can get it. Um, so yeah, that's what went. I, I'm initially offered him 119. I offered him at 119, so 148 to 119. He was like, nah. <laughs> So, okay, so Davon, let me make sure I understand the story correctly. So he he locked it up under the con under contract with the seller at a certain price. He sent it out for 148, and you just pick some random number and say 119, and then you end up at 122. Just some random number. 100% that's what happened. <laughs> yeah. And, and you're able to convince him that 122 now 
Does he know that you're a buyer or does he know that you're another wholesaler? Oh, he knows I'm a wholesaler. I let him know up front. Okay, cool, man. So you, so you said, hey, you know what? At 148, I'm not going to make it work, man. But I'm thinking at 122, I can make it work, right? Yeah, I could, have, I could have a buyer that will buy it for you today at that price. So if you're ready to go now, like right now, then we can make this happen. Okay, so now, it. okay, gotcha. Now, David, why were you so confident? Because I know that you mentioned that you sent it out to the, so did you send this deal to the realtor at the 148 and let her know what price you would pay or what? Um, yeah, I initially sent it out to her at 148. And then you asked her what her buyer would pay for or what she would pay for? Mm-hmm. And then once she told me that, I went back to the, um, I went back to the, um, you know, the, um, the investor yeah. and went down on the price so she could add both of, both of our fees on top. So it would all even out. Gotcha. Gotcha. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. So I just want to make sure for those of you who, who like you're, you're new, you're new. So I want to really make this very, very clear. So the, so the guy that locked it up on a contract with the original seller sent it out to the group at 148. You now, um, you now obviously take that information and you send it over to this one agent where you'll be like, Hey, she's the one that I recall that she says she buys property in the area. If not, she will have buyer. So now when you send it to her, you send with the address, you send with all the property information and the asking price of 148. Is that correct? Yes. And then she told you that she can do 148 or what price did she tell you that she can do it at? Um, well, I remember she told me, um, see how low you can go. But um, either way, she wants the property. Mm. Um, it worked out because her buyer had cash. Like he could pay for the entire property in cash. Um, so that would, that's what made the deal more enticing to them because he was a cash buyer. Right. I gotcha. So basically the agent said, hey, at 148, it's probably going to work, but let's see how low you can get it, right? Yeah. So that way you can make your fee and then she can make her, right? Yeah. So you lock it up on a contract for 122. Now, what is the end buyer uh, buys it at? 148? You know what? I don't even know. Honestly, I was just, it was a whirlwind. I was like, I didn't even believe I got this property on the contract, first of all. So I don't, I don't remember how much she paid for it. I really don't. No, no problem. So now, uh, Davion, so when you go back to the other guy and you said, hey, I got it. Hey, uh, at 122, I got a buyer that is ready to go at it. So what he did was he assigned it, uh, and, and tell me if I'm wrong. So he assigned it over to you for 122. Is that correct? Oh, no. Um, so he put my name on his contract. So he added ah. me to the provisions on his contract, and he assigned it to the buyer. For, for whatever, for whatever yeah. amount more. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Okay. So obviously he knows that you make 10K on it. Yeah. And then he, and then the agent and how much the agent makes on it. Do you know? I, I don't know. So you, you just want to make sure that you get your cut, the 10 K. Exactly. Who care what yeah. everybody else make? <laughs> You're like, just show me my <laughs> money. Yeah. Got it, man. So basically Davion, on all it is, is uh, that he, he got a set of, uh, of, uh, of buyers. And then he went out and found a piece of property and then, you know, basically just basically found the property and said, hey, I got a buyer. Maybe I send it out to my buyer and see what price they would pay that and then try to connect the dot. Yeah. Okay, cool, man. 
So that's your first deal. And then you went on to do your second one. Um, so if you guys have any question, this deal is a little bit different. It's not that Davon went out and locked it up on a contract with the seller. So it's a little bit, uh, so it's a little bit different, but uh, I mean, I've seen people do this all the time, right? They, they, they got a list of cash buyer. It's called co-wholesale, right? It's called co-wholesaling. They got a, a, a list of cash buyer. They went out there instead of finding their own deals. They work with other wholesalers that got property up on a contract, and they send it out to their buyers and see what the, uh, and see what they buy would would buy that, and then uh, they'll just connect the link. Now, um, Davion, um, did you, let me see if I have any other question. Okay, so this property was it vacant, occupy, or or what? Um, both of them were occupied. Okay, so was, but um, they were able to move out within ten days of closing on the property. 10 day closing. Mm -hmm. Nice. They had 10 days to vacate. Oh, gotcha. You mean, uh, so basically it's, it was rented. Uh, yeah, but since they owned the property, they had another house, so it wasn't a big problem for them. Gotcha, man. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I mean, that's, I mean, uh, there you guys have it. That's the stories. You have any questions, drop it in a comment and then, uh, Davion and I will try to answer it obviously. Um, and now, uh, Davon, now I want to know what's your plan, man? Because I know that you have full-time college, and for those that you know maybe want to get into real estate and and they're in your shoes, they're going to college or, you know, and they're trying to figure their life out and what they really want to do. I mean, so what's your plan? I want to know what's your plan now that this business becomes real to you, right? Yeah. Because you close your first one, then you close your second one. You send me a check for two k. Close your second one. Now, what's your plan? Um, well, honestly, I, my plan is to close at least 10 properties this year. Okay. So eight more. And with that capital, I hope to expand this um, wholesaling business. I want to get to the point to where um, I can hire a decent staff of like four or five and then just gradually phase out and still have revenue coming in. Um, okay. Once I have that solid team behind me that is actually, you know, sustaining this business. Sure. And um, I hope to use that capital to go um, towards other ventures. Um, I actually started to do this, to do this because um, I wanted to start up um, a tech company, but um, I didn't want to have to go out and find um, vendors and get loans. Um, so hopefully this capital will be able to help me, um, you know, kickstart the other businesses I want to do um, with having a background in media arts and animation and, um, you know, going to school for, you know, technology. Um, so hopefully I can expand my entrepreneur um, endeavors and, you know, see how that goes. Um, but the one thing, my, um, one thing that I always said to myself since I was little, I don't like working for other people. Like I, I don't have the personality. I, I don't have the personality for customer service in the words of death. death. I, I just don't. Um, so I feel like this is the only way I can go because I can't just work. I can't work for other people. It's just not going to work out. I'm too mean. So, I'm too mean. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, um, so Davon, so this will be your site. So, so would, so I guess my question for you is, is wholesaling your, it's going to be your main or just going to be your side hustle? For now, it's my main. Okay. So, but, so now that is your main, but are you going to keep wholesaling? Are you going to pursue it and grow it big as your main yes. or just be your, your side and then take the capital and invest it into something that you want to do? 
you know, I want to say for the next, hopefully for the next two or three years, I'll work on this to be my main. Mm-hmm. Um, but still have those blueprint blueprints set for the other things I want to do. I just want to get this jump started since I'm already starting to see the money in this. Mm-hmm. I'd be a fool to like just stop while the iron's still hot. Yep. Um, so I'm gonna, you know, keep pursuing this full time for the next two years at least. Okay. And then uh for those that probably gonna ask you, so what about college? Are you gonna continue? Are you gonna like what's yeah. like what's your goal with that? Um I'm going to continue. You can never be like too secure, you know? Um, so it'd be nice to have that in my back pocket. So I'm going to keep that up. Gotcha, man. And uh, so what are you studying for college? Um, information technology. Gotcha. And then, so you're saying eventually you want to build a tech company. Is that what it is? Yep. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, man. Now, um, I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, I just kind of want to ask and, and kind of want to see where you are with, you know, seeing your life, what you want to do for those that may be in the same shoes as you. Maybe, um, you know, they can kind of see what your thought is on it. Now, uh, Davon, what are, you know, to wrap this up, how do people connect with you? Um, well, you can go to my Instagram. Um, I believe the post that you sent out, they can um, look there, but it's called Jacob Tutu, J-A-C-U-B. T W O number two. Um, you can also find my real estate on Instagram profile. It's Davion underscore real estate. Um, hold on. <laughs> Jacob and, to Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, you guys, I'll make sure that uh, I'll make sure I put it in the descriptions, and uh, and then uh, you guys just need to comment and ask any question. Davion be more than happy to answer it. Um, Davon, any last, any, uh, so last tips, advice, any last word that you want to say so we can wrap this up, man. Oh uh, yeah. First I'm going to, you know, do a plug. Um, I have a YouTube channel. It's called Jacob Tutu as well. And I'm thinking about posting, you know, my real estate adventures on there. I have them pre-recorded from when I first started doing it, but I'm just, wasn't, I didn't think it was inter- interesting enough to post, but I might do it. Yeah. So, you know, you can, you know, follow, subscribe to me on my YouTube, Jacob Tutu. Um, but also, um, even after closing your first and second deal, um, it gets easier, but it's still, you know, pretty challenging. Like, don't don't let the facade fool you. Like, don't let like these people who think it's like one or two deals, and they're not. Like, it's still hard. It's still a lot of work you got to put in. It's still you still question yourself um, if you're good enough or not. Can you recreate that magic that you did the first two times, or did you just get lucky and strike lightning, strike lightning in a bottle? Um, so what I say is just keep at it. Um, you can only get so many no's before you get another yes. And I might have to do this a thousand more times before I close my third one. But yeah, just keep at it. And don't procrastinate. Don't watch too many videos by too many different people because you just, that's just a gang rape of things that just is not going to go well. Um, just stick with one or two. Awesome. Your favorite one or two and, and take action. Awesome. Like don't don't ask me how, just do it. <laughs> awesome. Now, Davon, like I know you mentioned earlier that uh, uh, that you are pretty much straight up, so you can't work for somebody because you just don't take order. You as real as it can be. So I want to know, man, what's the first video from me that you watch, and what was your like? What was your like automatic instinct? Like, <laughs> and give it to me, man. Okay, the first one I watched. God, 
<laughs> um, I want to say I think you were sitting in your. There were there were two of them that I distinctly remember. One of them you were sitting in your car, and um, you were talking about how you started out poor, etc., stuff like that. <laughs> and I'm like, here I am, living in a middle class area, lounging around, eating snacks, and playing video games, like, like I'm like I'm the shit. <laughs> and then I remember you were doing um live cold calling. That's really what got me jump started. The, the first live cold call you did, and I remember. If you can do it, then I can do it. And I remember that same day, um, I went to Craigslist and then I found some houses for sale and I just started calling. Um, I remember I got cursed out. Um, and then I started doing probate lists as well. Um, I got a call from a probate list. She went off. Like, how dare you? Da, 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 da. She's like, I'm going to post this on Facebook. Like, you know, um, there were a lot of rude phone calls, but get over it. That's all I can say. Just get over it. It's gonna uh, happen. Yeah, shit happened. I mean, uh, 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 Davion, thank and you'll you. You'll never stop being nervous. What's that? Oh, nothing. Oh yeah, uh, Davion, thank you so much. You guys, I want to hear from you. You know what? I actually, I'm actually very curious. Drop, drop in the comment. I want to know, like, when you guys, like, when you watch, when you discover my video and watch me for the first time. I want to know from all of you, what was, the, what was your first impression? Like when you watch it, like what was your first impression? Comment in below. I would really love to know. And uh, you guys, if you haven't followed me on Instagram, hit me up on IG. Go to Kong, K-H-A-N-G dot like a period, W-T-M. Like I said, if you find any value throughout this interview, please show Dave on some love. Smash the thumbs up. Comment with any question you have, and we both will be more than happy to answer it. Davion, thank you so much for your time. And uh, I wish you massive success, man. And, and keep us posted. Thank you, Kong. Yeah, thank you so much. Have